There we, there we go. Jesus Christ, that only took three people and 20 minutes. Hey, man, that is what it is. But real quick, before we get started, we got to hear this. Ah! What, what is that? That is the White Sox, Goose Island, Golden Ale. Goose, like G-O-O-T-H, Goose. Goose. As in you, goose. I'm sorry, are you developing a lisp at 25 years of age? I'm 26, and no. Hmm. Attitude. Are sponsored by Goose Island? No, I, mean, I wish. I would, I would love that. Yeah, that's like a... <laughs> next to, are you kidding me? That's like our ideal sponsor. We've been drinking to, their shit for years. Next to Monster, uh, that would be like the dream. <laughs> but, you know, we're really sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, we're not going to give them that free plug. Take that shit back. Anyways. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we got a, a big boy agenda here, guys. Yeah, that's what happens when you... Uh... Ignore your problems. They'll be get bigger. Guy. This guy got a health bar. He <laughs> <laughs> got two health bars. It no, does. there's a phase one and a phase two for this boss fight. So this is a raid boss. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Is this the Speaking right number? about raid. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Segway. It's a free-to-play mobile game. <laughs> no, no, but like for real, we're not sponsored. We're just having a piss. Yeah, yeah we're not. We're taking a yeah. piss. Not like thumbing my nose at that because I know like tons of legitimate people who are sponsored. Just we are not one of those legitimate people because we're barely legitimate at all. Yeah. Uh, my Dollar Shave Club. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna throw everything out. Yo, Dollar no, Shave. You know what's worse than not having a clean razor? It's getting online without a secure VPN connection. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Dollar Shave Club would take one look at me and be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, he, you look like Sasquatch's fucking dingleberries, dude. Correct, yes. Uh, speaking of dingleberries, we're sponsored by... No, <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm sponsored by Manscaped. Ben and Jerry's. You forgot hair. <laughs> ben and Jerry's dingle-flavored ice cream. What's up? <laughs> wow, like, man! Like stale beer and <laughs> fucking bar nachos. Damn it! Damn it! We are on a roll today. Sweet uh, baby Jesus! That's what happens, man. That's what happens. But you know, like for real though, it's getting warm out. And... <laughs> no, I can't. I can't fucking do it. Oh fuck! Now I got. I think. Oh, I got. You're crying. Yeah, a little bit. Oh shit! He All said, right, Dollar Shave Club. Look at me. <laughs> They'd be like, no. <laughs> They were like, maybe not the best look for our uh, our brand dude, moving forward. This dude really said Jen and Berries. <laughs> and you, you'd be a better, uh, we'd be a better sponsor for those purple mattress people. Jake, you could be like the Sasquatch on front. Purple mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys uh, ready to get this started? I guess. <laughs> Can you guys hear my child screaming? No. Okay, I just want to make sure. I, I thought that was just my conscience. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Anyway, anyway for real this time, you guys ready? Yeah, I yep. guess. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number 157, and we are back. 157. On... Yeah, Did we are. at the drill here? I'm sorry. It's been a week. Uh, we are back on a beautiful Memorial Day on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. And uh, yeah, we're, we're here with the usual cast of characters, guys. You guys know the deal. 
maybe, 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 maybe we don't know the deal. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> hey, Greg, you go first, dude. I need a minute. I need to, I need to chew this shit over with the Twix. <laughs> uh, me, me, Greg. Uh, uh, I have headphones. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, that's cool. I have headphones too, Greg. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. What a coincidence. Um, it's oh, yeah, 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 it's gay. We all know that. All right, so, uh, you know, it's been about a, what, two weeks now? Two weeks since we ran an episode? Uh, I don't know why we didn't do it. We just got lazy, I guess, and I never sent a text message, and that's kind of how these things go. But we are back. And uh, how's everybody's week? Week or two been? Good. It's been stressful. Didn't doing a lot of biking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we went out today because it was beautiful out. And me and yeah. my buddy Scott, we hit some uh, some forest trails. And uh, w- our goal is to try and cover the entire forest trail network out where we go. And we took a new path today. And, like, for the first five miles, it was all fine and dandy and stuff. But, like, when mile, like, five and a quarter hit, it was straight downhill, nothing but mud. I'm talking, like, you put your foot down and all the rubber from your fucking Vans or Converse is just submersed. It was disgusting. Uh, we were chased by clouds of mosquitoes. Scott flipped over his handlebars and split his fucking arm open. Then he swallowed a mosquito. <laughs> Are you really? For real? It was, dude, that, that two-mile march, because there, there's no way you're riding your bike on that thing. That two-mile march we took back to the main street was fucking miserable. That's borderline an Indiana Jones movie that you just described there. But but you know what? Like we we it's out of the way. We didn't think it was going to be that bad, but it's out of the way. We never have to visit it again. That's the true. beauty of it. Did, true, did true, you true. Laugh when Scott flipped over, dude. You, you know what? He was like he he had the wobbles, and then at one point I was like, oh, he's got it. He's going to catch it right here, right? Because it like evens out. The moment my brain thought that, he goes oh! and fucking smacks the <laughs> smacks the road. I was like, oh shit. Hey, let me pull over. <laughs> Like, dude, you good? He's like, I'm good, bro. He's like bleeding everywhere. Aw, poor guy. How about you, Greg? How's your week's been? Uh, it's been all right. You know, work's been a little chotched lately. And, uh, you know, I actually went outside for the first time yesterday and uh, did a little trail walk. Uh, kind of burned to see the sun after, you know, being inside for so long. But it was, mm-hmm. it was refreshing. So, you know, I've been, been enjoying the last two days. So, what is your secret for making underwear last two months? Uh, starch and industrial strength car cleaner. Hmm. To get the the streaks out. I I yeah I buck my underwear to make sure it don't oh. have bacon strips. Bacon. Oh oh. <laughs> okay. Wires uh, is the best. Oh, this nice. episode is sponsored by the Charmin Bears. Those bears just love <laughs> shitting. <laughs> so do we. All right. Keep the so clean. Yeah, I mean it's a good point, right? Anyway, so I think this is like the first time in like uh, in a while, at least, where I had very little to do with the very first segment. So I don't know who put up what where, but let's go ahead and get started into this agenda. Yeah. Cool beans. So um, I don't think anybody in this chat knows of Mischief Three Thousand. Anybody? Nope. Nope. Okay, so Mischief Three Thousand was a movie from two thousand three. Uh, kind of. It follows a crew of uh, these two, three guys, and they're going on the gumball run, which is similar to the cannonball run where you drive from New York to California, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The point of the cannonball run is to do it in as little time as possible. Now, the gumball run is a lot more relaxed, so they take long stops and things of that nature. And it's essentially this dude, uh, their handful of cameras, 
and all these like really nice exotic cars. Now I remember watching this movie growing up because it's from 03 and stuff. But the uh, the creators put it on YouTube. It's free to watch, and I think it's an awesome blast from the past. Even just seeing how stuff was recorded back then it was very much in the vein of like jackass style. Not not so much like the shenanigans and the pranks, but like the handheld cams, the uh, the very low budget the low production style and stuff. And so I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who's maybe seen mischief 3000 and you know, in their youth and stuff, it is free to watch on YouTube with ads, of course, but it was a really good time rewatching that thing. And I recommend it to anybody who's even like remotely into cars. Interesting. Interesting. I might have to check that out. That sounds like fun, man. YouTube's really coming in clutch with, uh, with these free movies now, you know, cause back in the day used to be like, Oh, f- full free movie on YouTube, you know? That that was that, and I've also come across um, episodes of like Storm Chasers in full, and I fucking love that show, and I've been like really been enjoying that on YouTube recently. There was somebody who uploaded the entire Saving Private Ryan movie, but it was in like four or five parts to YouTube like a decade ago, and I was like, oh man, this is I a nice little that. come up. I remember that. Hmm, interesting. Nice, nice. So yeah, definitely check that out. That sounds like fun, and um. Maybe I'll have to take a look at that because I've actually never heard anything about that before ever. Yeah. Good copy. Uh, do you guys know anything of this An American Pickle movie? No. Um, before I dive into it, um, you know how like what Spike Lee production is called a Spike Lee joint? Yeah. I feel like that would work very well for Seth Rogen as well. But it is a Seth Rogen movie, and here's the premise, right? Uh, it, this release date is August 6th, 2020, so it's like right around the corner. Yeah. So it's about an immigrant worker, played by Seth Rogen, at a pickle factory who's accidentally preserved for 100 years and wakes up in a modern-day Brooklyn and meets his grandson, who is also played by Seth Rogen. <laughs> what do we think? How do you preserve yourself in a pickle? Like, uh, what? <laughs> clearly, clearly, Seth Rogen has never pickled cucumbers into pickles. But I think this premise is just the funniest fucking shit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh i don't know man seth rogan kind of put me off with the whole sausage party situation um <laughs> that was like the last thing i saw of his and uh an american pickle interesting yeah, I, I, I think it's an interesting premise we'll, we'll have to see uh I, I feel like seth rogan's still on a very good track record in yeah, regards sure. to just his overall like movie career mm-hmm. uh you know granted we both strongly dislike sausage party uh, but you can't deny some of his other ones like Pineapple Express and the whole like Apatow crew that list. I, I was actually looking up uh, for whatever reason me it, it came up and me Adrian I looked it up about the sausage party and it was funny because he's like well yeah we were gonna make a movie and it was supposed to be really kind and lighthearted. He's like because you know obviously he was high and the thought came he's like oh man what would it'd be like if our food thought and then he realized quickly that it'd be fucked up. <laughs> that, that that was his words. Um, so. I mean, that sounds like an interesting uh, premise for a movie, and I think if anybody could pull it off, it'd probably be him, right? I um, you know how they like froze Walt Disney's like brain? Supposedly, yes. We we need to put Seth Rogen's in like a weed jar when he dies. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Good oh. stuff. So I brought another movie to the table: The King of yeah. Staten Island. Have you guys heard anything about this? This is the one with uh, what's Pete Davidson. Guy? Yeah, Pete Davidson, the 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 comedian, right? Yeah, and it's actually directed by Judd Apatow, funnily enough. Oh, um, wow. So it like it's a semi-autobiographical. It's like loosely based on the events of his life, of, of how his father was a firefighter, and he died during 9-11. And so this is like Pete's like coming-of-age story. It looks pretty interesting. 
Uh, I, I wasn't going to put this on the agenda originally, but I like rewatched the trailer like a few times. I was like, man, like I kind of want to see this. It looks like very like warming. And I know like me and Jake are sucker for the coming of age kind sure. of movies. So this is coming out June 12th of this year. Okay. That's that, that's coming up. Cool beans. Alrighty. Excellent. So this one, actually, this is something that I've, uh, I put on here. So after, uh, much ballyhoo on the internet's of all of the DC fanboys that exist. Basically, we were told originally when um, Justice League was supposed to hit theaters that the original cut, the Snyder's cut of the film, was about five hours long or something like that. I think it was like four and a half hours long. And obviously, he had to make concessions to the studio in order to cut it down to about two and a half hours. Well, with much, uh, like I said, kind of a, a big wave of support, I suppose HBO is going to be dropping the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Now, I don't know the exact, um, like, the logistics of it. Like, are they going to do it like one gigantic movie? Are they going to break it down in parts, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, but, yeah, it is coming to HBO. And, uh, yeah, the fans are getting what they wanted. Because apparently uh, in the Snyder's Cut they had stuff like uh, Martian Manhunter was included on it. They talked about the, the lanterns, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, obviously, the studio cut it, cut it down to not include those things. So. I'm wondering what our perspective on this thing is. Um, I think if anybody's going to pull it off, it'll be a, a station or a platform like HBO. But I guess, uh, you know, Schneider had his chance. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of the diehards did not appreciate what came out of it. Um, I, I think, honestly, Justice League, and, and you know, I am, like, very anti this. But I think that in its current standing, I think it needs another reboot. Nah. Just to... And it's not even so much like, let's make money off of this again. It's like, maybe let's clear the slate more of that mentality. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, I think it's kind of un- interesting that they re- they chose to remove, I guess, very large portions of the story, which may explain why it was very disjointed, I guess. Um, but, I mean, it's not like Snyder had, like you said, it's like, not like he didn't have his chance on this. I know... That when it comes to like post production for the film, it was a lot of that was a lot of his time with the film was cut short because his daughter died and whatnot. So, um, you know, I guess that's kind of understanding for him to try to maybe uh, release this project the way he kind of wanted to. But um, considering he was hands off near the end, but I don't know. I I, I don't you know I don't I don't know. I, I I want to like the idea of it, but and you know I, I guess it couldn't be much worse than it already was. You know, um, so. I think most people, including myself, are semi at least interested in how this thing turned out in the long run. So that's my opinion I, on the matter. You know, because you look at something like Lord of the Rings, right? And like the full, unextended three movie uh, trilogy is like 17 hours and some change, if I'm not mistaken. That's ridiculous. And it's, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of film, right? But mm-hmm. diehards will watch this yearly. And I, I totally understand, you know, like, but it's like you got to have a good, solid foundation before I guess you can sprinkle in and do all your recutting and bringing back deleted scenes and things of that nature. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just kind of where I'm coming from. What do you think, Greg? Uh Uh-oh. He's oh, gone. <laughs> He's gone. He's I like how we... Oh, no. wait, no. I'm here, I'm here. Sorry, I just uh, muted my mic for a minute. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything to add because I've never really even seen like any Justice League movie. Hey. The last superhero movie I've ever saw was like The Incredible Hulk when it came out back in like the early Oh, 2000s. okay. Oh, wait. Talk about oh. this dude hasn't seen a superhero movie in 12 years. Okay, fair enough, and fair enough. I envy you. <laughs> Shut up, Gabe. I Anyways. 
it's it's not going joke with game shitting on the superhero movies these days. Uh, but it is what it is. All right, let's go ahead and move into something that we all that we all have a, a say in. All right, uh, let's talk about gaming. So I guess they're renaming Sony Entertainment Company or whatever to PlayStation Studios. You know, like how before like every single Sony project it was oh Sony Entertainment or Computer Entertainment or whatever it presents la la la. I guess it's going to be referred to as PlayStation Studios moving forward. Just kind of an interesting name, little little name change. Don't know why they're doing it. But, is this uh, specifically for the PlayStation stuff, or is this Sony as a whole? Uh, I, I'm assuming it's for the PlayStation stuff. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for them to be changing it as a whole. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be pretty weird to have like a PlayStation branded TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just sort of a knock at because you know with the Xbox, it's Microsoft Studios. Yeah, so not I, gonna, they're doing PlayStation Studios. Ah, you know what? It's from a business perspective, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, like I said, it was just. It. It's just a little name change. Uh, like I said, I guess we will see the long-term ramifications of it. I'd imagine it's very minimal, but I don't know. I thought it was fun to talk about. Are they put, put, put all those previous games to say PlayStation Studios now? I hope not. They need to leave those alone. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, what was that? There's a uh, there's a firefight outside of my house between wolves and coyotes. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> all right, whatever. Moving along. Uh, Tony Hawk. It has dropped that Tony Hawk, I think it was the Pro Skater 1 and 2, right, are getting remastered officially, and they will be dropping relatively soon. What are our opinions on the matter? Uh, I think it's a fun little ditty. I, I mean, they already did this in 2012, but this looks like a proper mm-hmm. kind of remaster, and I was watching it, and at the same time, I was filled with like all this sort of nostalgia and like feeling like a kid again and stuff. But at the same time, it was kind of hard for me to recognize some of these maps that they were skating on and they when they pulled it up side by side i was like holy shit this is almost unrecognizable for sure yeah i shared some of that too it was kind of uh it's weird uh, yeah it was kind of a a weird thing because maybe we don't maybe we just don't remember these things as well as we think we do i don't know (laughs) you know um but yeah the jump is just too sophisticated you know what i mean because i feel like if you went from something like project eight or downhill jam to like a 4k game currently it wouldn't be that big but like we are going from the playstation one era you know what i mean yeah and i believe yeah. these are around the 64 as well yes yes they were um yeah so it's gonna, it's gonna be fun i think you and i talked about it uh off air uh previously about it's really important to make sure that they don't try to redo the soundtrack that they should bring back the original soundtrack for the game uh, so hopefully they don't have any problems with like licensing those songs, and hopefully all the songs come back as they were originally in the game. Uh, because I don't think I'd be a, I don't think I'd be happy if we didn't have like a, you know, Jerry was a, you know, race car or race car driver, whatever the fuck the name of that song is by Primus. Like we need that song, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, we need the Rage Against the Machine. We need the Goldfinger or absolutely. the Superman, the Melancon. Um, there was a lot of chat online uh, in kind of the the, the music scene that we. Mm-hmm. Uh, float around about like oh put dance gavin dance in there it's like listen i don't have a problem with them being in a tony hawk soundtrack but make it a new tony hawk soundtrack not an old one yeah definitely not part of the problem you got to preserve history you can't go back and modify it you know what i mean Uh, absolutely and they need to keep what what they had with that and may may not be as trendy anymore but that's that's fine i mean it's a remaster you know uh it's not a remake so um those things are two different things right so hopefully they keep some of the original songs i remember um you and I, Gabe, we did kind of our, oh, what we would do now, like if Tony Hawk came with a new game, what good songs we would include 
on the soundtrack. So I like how we were kind of ahead of the curve on that regard, uh, which happened multiple times at this podcast. So uh, that's fun. That's all fun stuff. But yeah, uh, Greg, what do you think? I know you're a Tony Hawk fan, right? Don't you like these games? Yeah, I, I played a couple of the games. I mean, I think remastering Pro Skater 1 and 2 is, is decent, especially since, you know, we've had quite a dry spell of like a good, like actually good proper skating game. Uh, since like Skate like, 3. 3, yeah. Skate, well, I, that, I, I skate two in my opinion, but mm. <laughs> um, I mean personally, I would like to see Underground one and two get remastered because yeah. those yeah. those are the ones I like floated about really. You, but you know, because mean... Jake and I, uh, we actually talked about this one night in Discord where I mentioned to him, I was like, "This is not the first time Pro Skater one and two have been remastered," and I'm not upset because I feel like at least in our age group, you kind of started around these game markers. Like Pro Skater two was my first Tony Hawk game. You know what I mean? But it's been done, and, you know, like, all the pro skaters are getting all this love, but, like, well, what about Underground 1 and 2? You know what I mean? I probably have the most hours in Underground 2 out of any Tony Hawk game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think Thug 1 was probably my the one I had the most out of, I think. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's I thought that was kind of an interesting and, thing. And, you know, I have no issue with maybe coming back to it in a few years. Mm -hmm. um, but then it, there's also this, like, cyclical problem of, well, you know, Tony Hawk dropped Pro Skater 5 that didn't work out, so we're just going to remaster the old ones. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely, like, a fucking balance here. You know what I mean? For yeah. sure. Because I, I'm excited for this game, and I feel like the general consensus is also overexcited. But, like I said, this is not the first time Pro Skater 1 and 2 have been remastered. We we did this eight years ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing these things brand new, though. I mean, um, it'd be nice to kind of take a look back because I, I do plan on getting this. So um, I believe if you pre-order it, you get uh, beta access, so you can skate around on a hangar. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have, the, I have to... Like the most iconic map of uh, Pro Skater Two. Okay. Yeah. That that that'd be kind of cool. All right. Well, uh, hopefully they don't fuck it up. <laughs> Gregory, yeah. you gonna say something? Yes. You no, no, no. I was I was just gonna say like like you guys said like as long as they still preserve the soundtrack and basically like the core gameplay. I mean. This is like there's really no other better way to revive like the whole skating game genre with uh you know just taking something old and remastering it you know with the whole you know if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it you know just kind of give it a new little skin and that's about it and that is coming out s September of this year yeah that nice. sounds that sounds about right nice uh, so also as a quick little tidbit I think it should go without saying but for the PC port of the game uh make sure your controller system setup works. You know, I feel like that's a very obvious one because yeah. who the what insane motherfucker is going to play Tony Hawk on a keyboard and mouse? But <laughs> but, but I, I feel like I have to say it because you'd be surprised how many games work either don't work at all or work very poorly with controller. Right? You know, it's actually funny that you say that, but I actually seen uh, footage of somebody playing Thug One with a mouse and keyboard. I it, <laughs> I'm sure you could adapt and adjust. The human brain is very capable. But it's one of those things where we should stop and ask ourselves why. Just we can, just because we can, should we? Yeah. Not with the Wii remote. <laughs> yeah, dude. This this guy playing uh MK MKX on PC with a fucking Wii remote. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh that'd be a fucked up scenario, man. I don't so know. uh, Jacob got into the uh, new habit of tier lists and ranking things, and we decided to do the Rainbow Six Siege operators because this is a field we all have probably 200 plus hours in easy yeah for sure 
So uh, how do you want to do this? Are we doing the base operators? Are we doing a plus well, season? I actually could not find uh, a tier with just uh, like it would either cut off at a certain season or whatever. So I'm it was the most recent. Se- I think it's Void Edge. I think was the most recent season, right? Um, we'll so I'm just gonna now. well now I'll see well we'll stay wave yeah but I'm trying to um I guess we'll have to include the most recent list of ops and uh, we'll just go with there I know we have all of us haven't played probably in quite some time but I think we all have an, at least an opinion on the new operators we all are aware of them I am sure right so um you know I figure fuck it let's just go through all of them and make this relatively quick and hopefully <laughs> we're not talking about it forever uh. I, I we, feel like we're going to be on the same page for for like 90% of these ops. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with you on that as well. So I think this is going in alphabetical uh, order. Are you guys ready to get to the start? Born ready. All right. Uh, first up is Alibi, a.k.a. Alibay. Uh, solid C tier. Her loadout is actually probably like above average. Her gadget is very high IQ play. Um, and I feel like just on a like a... a purely competitive level she may not be your best pick especially when you're limited to the five i feel like nobody's really banning her in pick and ban phase and it's kind of one of those things where if you main alibi you are that kind of weird specialist dude mm-hmm. yeah I, any, I, any disagreement I, with c tier no i think that that lines up uh her weapon's pretty good and i do agree i do like the gadget but i think at this point we all kind of gets out of the bag when it comes to kind of recognizing the gadget you know, and not to say that, you know, people don't get caught on them every now and then or, uh, you know, make a mistake. But I think more times, uh, more, more it's more often the case where people are like, okay, just got to find a way to get around it or just destroy it outright. You know, so, um, yeah, I have to agree. C tier is the right way it is. All right. Amaru, who just got a buff. Uh, she's the one with the sniper rifle, correct? She's the one with the grappling hook. Oh, uh, I have no strong opinion on this op. Me either. I was thinking C tier for now. I know she, like I said, she did get a buff, um, and uh, apparently it's very good. But I haven't had any experience with her quite yet uh, with the new system, and this is our opinion, so I'm not gonna make adjustments according to how other people view her, right? So I think uh, C tier is fair. Just have them at at average currently. Absolutely. Uh, So yeah, Maru is in the C. All right, Ash. Yeah. Uh. Solid A tier, soft breacher, three speed, phenomenal loadout. I, I think there's her head uh, hitbox is busted. Yep, yeah. I, I think A tier without a doubt. Yep, she's yeah. like the Jaeger of offense. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. It's, it's she's kind of like the fragging, the fragging up, right? Um, everybody's first love. Yeah, everybody. Well, the weapons are her both her weapon, both her assault rifles are just top tier shit. So, oh, yeah. yep, R4C. Yep. So there is that. Next up is who is this? Oh shit! I don't even know. Bandit. I'm sorry. What the fuck? I'm. You don't know who Bandit is? No, I mean I know. Drugs. Like I just, I like yeah, drugs. Uh, <laughs> no, I just couldn't recognize the symbol. All right, Bandit. Where's he going? I think, um, just on a first kind of glance, I think the obvious place to put Bandit would be like a tier, just because the shutdown on a lot of gadgets. Mm-hmm. But if you know how to Bandit trick and you can do it properly, I feel like he could very easily weasel himself into S tier. Greg? Um, I would probably say B tier. Um, but if you know how to Bandit trick, then I would say A tier. 
mainly because his weapons are sometimes hit or miss. I mean, the MP7 is pretty decent, but I mean, it's it's very like you know, it's such short range like type of weapon. You know, you can't really like. Oh, it's it, almost it, like he's a defender. Well, I mean, okay, yes, he is a defender. <laughs> you know, but I mean, well, not only that, but like, there, at least in my opinion, there are, there are a good chunk of counters now to like his batteries. You know, and, and you and you actually have to know like how to place them and where to place them and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking A. I think A is a solid, a solid place. Um, yeah, I think that's right between. You're like right in the middle. Yeah, because I, like, I agree with you guys. A good bandit will fucking ruin your push. Will totally take a dump on your push. Even if you are organized, like a good bandit know, that knows what they're doing, is very capable of just kind of shitting on even the highest level strats. I think so. I think A is a good place. A is a solid, solid place to put him. And uh, I think that's what we're gonna roll with. Uh, next up is Blackbeard. Uh, Blackbeard, I feel like, has started off at an A tier and has slowly descended down the rung. Uh, he's a very easy attacker to learn, and I, he has his places and his uses, but at the end of the day, Blackbeard is an operator that catches your mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would put him C tier, but I could see the argument being made for, like, D. But that would almost feel disrespectful, because he is a, a pretty strong op. Yeah, I would have to say... Uh, C is pretty average. I mean, when it, when starting off, his, his shield yeah. is extremely OP, but they, it's just mm-hmm. been nerf after nerf after nerf. But like currently, where he stands, his shield. I mean, sometimes it'll catch, it'll, you know, uh, save your save your ass a good chunk of times, um, especially with like trying to peek out through windows and whatnot. And the Scar H is a pretty solid primary. Um, mm-hmm. And then so is his the uh, what is it? That semi-automatic sniper yeah. is yeah, secondary. Is still pretty solid too. So I would say C for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think uh, they're a guy. He's a guy that they have struggled with finding a good balance for, because uh, it, it seems like in most incarnations he is uh, kind of strong. But uh, I think with all the nerfs that he's gotten, uh, you know, him with the goddamn shield on his gun makes him like the slowest fucking guy in the game. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going C. C's a good spot. Yeah, I'm working with that. All righty, uh, blitz, 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 blitz. Um. I A tier easily. Blitz is there's a learning curve, but once you get past that hump, you you are gonna be the reason people uninstall this fucking game. <laughs> I and and listen, I play Blitz. Blitz is one of my mains, and I'm not that good. A good blitz will make me want to uninstall this game. <laughs> me and Greg were playing on it was on old Oregon, and we got tubbished by this blitz. <laughs> Absolutely like just disrespected yeah and it was our... no contest and greg and i we just sat in the chat in silence for a couple minutes after that thinking about all the bad shit we've done in our lives to deserve this every little white lie we told every dumb shit we've ever taken from classmates, everything up to this point led to that match and i had nothing but love and respect for the dude even though he disrespected me and my family <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say A tier for for blitz. Um, if there's a really good blitz on the other, if you're defending and there's a uh, good blitz for the attackers, yeah, he'll just literally train wreck your whole team. Uh, especially with that whole flashing shield, that's kind of annoying, especially when you're staring right at it. Um, and you know, double double whammy disrespect when he's rocking the the uh, the, the, the Johnny skin. Sin skin. Yeah, the Johnny Sin skin. That's when you know. So about running that blitz train is a totally different. Can we give a quick shout out to to Johnny Sins? This man is an astronaut, a Rainbow Six Siege operator, <laughs> oh a doctor. God. Oh my Johnny god! Johnny Sins yeah, and he, Christina Applegate. 
Yeah, quick shout out to Christina Applegate. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Remember when they made him a three speed for like a weekend? Yeah, I remember that. That's when I picked him up. <laughs> Sound like a goddamn train rolling through your do, fucking. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> you hit all my beans. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, that was that was wild. But what did you guys? You guys said A, right? I think yeah. That's yeah, I think he's that's... very easily an A tier op. Uh, I think it's like the only problem with that. Well, because I'm gonna agree with you, I'm gonna put him in A because you know we're, we're we're all like probably like what gold levels here probably. Speak like for gold. yourself. I'm still in copper four. Okay, fair I enough. What whatever. Don't know where I'm at. Okay, yeah, we all uh, haven't been ranked in many a season. Th- that's a good point. Yeah, we get but... too sweaty. I can't be ruining shirts <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I think um, anything above like where we play, I think they kind of have like kind of haven't figured out. But as far as my experience, he does a really good job of fucking up my life. So. Yeah, he's going to go in the A category. Uh, next up, Buck. Oh, man. You know, if oh. this was vanilla Siege, or I'm sorry, like year one Siege, I think Buck could have very easily been an A-tier operator. I think currently where he stands is a very strong B, uh, just because the hard breach capability and the sheer number of rounds you get with that skeleton key is ridiculous. You could realistically run in, pop a shitload of holes, pop out, and then repeat a couple of times. His guns, they have a lot of kick, but it's it's one of those things that you kind of get used to it when you play him. Same shit with Thermi. Um, you just got to respect the sheer amount of holes this dude can put into the walls. Like, with that amount, you think that they'd rename him Kyle and not Buck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd say C. Um, the skeleton key Ooh. is really decent for taking out uh, wooden walls. And his, as Gabe mentioned, his weapons, uh, although they have a lot of recoil, um, you kind of start to miss it. Yeah, but the the only thing right now, um, because I still keep up a little bit with like the patch notes, it's like B, but I'm kind of starting to dip a little bit towards C because his skeleton key did get a buff, but I believe he got his frag grenades taken away. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So C tier it is. Well, you know it's funny because if you guys were at like, well, obviously I I was gonna say S tier, honestly. Uh, just because I think the verticality that the man brings to the game kind of changed how we operate, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I would have been inclined to agree with you if we were still doing, like, year one. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff to kind of work around that issue now. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of uh, uh, roamers yeah, that are anti-buck. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, I think, especially, like, with on some maps, he's absolutely an S, but I think on the majority, I think B's probably a good spot. What do you think? Yeah, I think B's fair. Uh, like, on something like a state, you know, like Buck's house, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> or uh, or is it a state? The snow one with the mansion. The snow one with the mansion. That is oh, that, that cafe map. Chalet, isn't it? Chalet. Yeah. If we're talking about chalet, oh, Buck chalet. is easy pick. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, Buck. <laughs> B stands for Buck. Uh, let's, let's let's keep it moving. Um, Capital. Capital D tier man. Just does yeah. not do enough. LMG is yeah. fun. Uh, you know, just don't reload for a little bit here. But it, at the end of the day, he's more of a gimmick than an operator. Yeah, Agreed. I mean, his crossbow does. Yeah, the smokes are all right. But, you know, if you have a glass, then it's already game over. And his incendiary rounds for the crossbow, they don't really do too much damage. Damage ticks over time. Even if you, if you want to talk about more. operator reworks, Capitao should be next on the list because he's just kind of a joke at this point. Yeah. Fair enough. I think D. I think we all agree. Castle. Castle, Castle, Castle. Um, Man, I think he's like a, like a C tier, honestly. Uh, he does good. Uh, he's fun. But, uh, you know, because you got to look at it like both sides. A good castle will, will 
we'll buckle th- these fucking doors or windows up and I'll make anybody who's not a softer hard breacher's life much harder, right? That's the whole point of castle. But at the same time, if you have a bad castle, you can seriously cause a massive detriment to your team with like rotation holes and things of that nature. It you got to like figure out a balance, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I was actually thinking like D for him just because his weapons are so bad. Eh, the, the ability is strong. I've been outplayed by a castle before where I was not playing a softer hard breacher on offense and I literally could not get into objective. But for every one quality castle you get like that, you get a dozen that are kind of ass. You gotta you gotta look at both sides of this. You know, he's easy to play, but he's also very easy to fuck up. Alright, so we they can see, right? Is that what you, is that what we agreed on? Yep. C is for castle. Nice. Uh Caveta. Cavi. B easy to play, fun ability. Uh not a necessity, but always a pleasure to have. Yeah, I'd say B as well. Uh good cav can definitely Kind of ruin your whole attacking game, uh, especially when, you know, someone actually gets a successful interrogation yeah, off and it's kind of like a panic thing going on. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how many times have you jumped because a cavy scared your real fucking a good? Sh- a you know, shit a time. Good chunk of time. <laughs> yeah, so, right. I, mean, I wish I could play cav, but I just I can't play that roaming game, man. They're always in like the weirdest fucking places. In the weirdest corners of the They're in the, the fucking vents. Yeah. Watching you pee. Absolutely. Trying to line up that headshot. Absolutely. So caveata is a B. Tier operator. Next up, Clash. The most um, uh, broken, possibly, operator, because they keep on finding ways to break her shit. Clash is oh. uh, Milk Dud. Remember her? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, who's Clash? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's Milk Dud Head. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I uh, want to put Clash in A tier. You want to put her in the A tier? Really? Yeah, uh, oh me. man, I've seen Clash shit on so many pushes. <laughs> Even when she came yeah. out, she shat on every op because people did not know how to work around her. Right. Oh. What what is your what is your counter to what is your hard counter to a clash that knows how to uh be cautious? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. could say Thatcher to get her down, but like if she's backing herself into a corner and she's kinda watching you, you know what I mean? Nomad. I mean you can always rush and melee her and try to get that off, but I mean, it, it's worked many a time, yeah, sure, but it, you gotta you gotta think about the overall kind of, I guess, the player average. You're gonna have phenomenal clashes. You're gonna have god awful clashes. But as an op itself, her shield is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. even hey. even if you got rid of the damage, like the sheer slow power. Yep, I'm thinking a. Uh, I know, like overall, I think she's one of the most hated ops in yep. the game just because she continues to be broken. Uh, but that's not her fault. You know, uh, I think as the idea of her is kind of this anti-push, uh, lockdown kind of um, defender, I, I kind of like it. So Clash is going to an A for me. Uh, next up, I personally think is going to be our first uh, S-tier operator, and that is Doc. Yeah, Doc is S-tier. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'll, um, I for S-tier for now, I, I, I swear I saw something swirling around that they're taking away his ACOG. But yeah, I did now. hear that. Yeah, I did honestly, hear that. though, yeah. but, like, but like, hear me out. Like those doc players are so used to, and I'm a doc player, so I speak for myself. We're just so used to like spawn peeking. We're not going to need the ACOG. We know where everybody comes out of. We can line up those shots from two miles away. Fair enough. But doc Fair is enough. one of those vanilla ops that managed to stay relevant all the way through for the, the first full five years of this game. So also yeah. porno stash, uh, elite skin, phenomenal. Sure, absolutely. So, yep, I believe doc is our first. S tier operator. Next up, my girl, 
Dokebi. Doki Doki. Uh, like yeah. B tier. Uh, solid. The DMR is really, really good, man. But I feel like, it, again, it's it's one of those things where if we're just limiting to year two and the end of what year two looked like, Doki was a big game changer. But now in retrospect, she was kind of has a cool gadget, don't necessarily need her. Yeah, I, that, you said B, right? I, yeah, I mean, B for the loadout, and then B if you can pop off the gadget. It's really cool, but it's mm-hmm. you could really not do without it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I'll definitely say B, uh, especially since, you know, they nerfed her gadget where, you know, you don't have to manually, mm-hmm. like any uh, defenders don't, like, they don't have to actually shut her off. It, it shuts off after, like, a couple of seconds of going off, like their phones. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, you know... I, I even feel like B tier is being like generous at this point, but well, yeah, I, I I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. If her SMG stayed the same, I would have said like A to S, but yeah. since they nerfed that pretty hard, and I'm gonna have to agree with you guys. I love her; uh, she's one of my favorite apps to play. But I'm gonna have to agree it's a B. I mean, I mean, like sheer loadout will bring her to a C tier. Coolness factor and gadget will be a B tier. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's kind of. I think that maths pretty well. Uh, next up is Echo. Oh man. Man. Again, like a B tier op, uh, loadout pretty solid and a good uh, Joe Kaidron dude will stop any bomb plant. It is mm. ridiculous. Yeah, I could say B tier. Uh, the MP5 literally rips, and uh, you give that to any op, and you're set. Yeah, and then that uh, the Joe Kai just oh man, it's disgusting. Yeah. If you and don't know where it is, it just keeps on assing on you. Like yeah. it's just gonna be for a rough time. Oh man, if you I had a setup where I had two. Both my Jokai's up on cafe, and I would just do, do, <laughs> and then there'd be like a small like recharge. So I would just dick down this person twice, and they couldn't plant. And it was the most amusing thing ever. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree. B. Next up, Ella. Oh man, Ella at this point is like a C tier op. Uh, they're nerfing the Gmut mine because they said it's too annoying, which is I guess the whole point, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not supposed um, to be pleasant. <laughs> the, the scorpion itself kind of been nerfed multiple times. The shotgun's with, still solid, though. Yeah, but I mean, do you really play Ella for the shotgun most times? Probably not. Mm. Um, I, uh, I I still feel like C tier is kind of generous, man. She's fun. Her elite skin's great. Um, and she used to be an absolute powerhouse of an operator, but at this point, she's really just a shell of her former self. Agreed, totally, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I yep. say C. Excellent. Next up, Finca. Finca. Is this a nanobot girl? Yeah, it's a nanobot yeah, girl. Yeah, that's her. Um, I mean, on the on the bright side, you know, you get super speed right for a little bit here. Also, and on the and and yeah, and a little bit of health. On the downside, though, a poorly timed Finca charge can totally fuck up any frag you're gonna get because the recoil pattern mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. while that's up. Yep. Um, not a bad up. Not a good op. Kind of one of those that was broken when they came out, along yes, with Lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just... <sighs> D-tier, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I mean, she's fun to play. I love the Spear. It's one of, the, in my opinion, it's one of the most underrated ARs in the game. Yeah, um, the Spear rips. Yeah, the, the Spear is a, a really good AR. Um, but I'm thinking either C or D. I'm open to... I, I, I could go, go down to a D. I would not complain one bit. Cool. But, Who's next? Yep. Next up is Frost. Oh, Frost. Ooh. Um, okay. What is the loadout uh, is pretty good. What is Frost and the elite skin <laughs> is even better. Frost what Frost be doing is she'd be putting down them mats. Uh-huh. Them welcome what, mats. What does Frost begin with? 
F. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad to hear you say it. Let's keep moving. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can we push her to D tier for having one of the coolest elite skins in the game? Yeah. Wow. Why is she... I would say I would at least put her at C because those frost traps they can fuck you up sometimes. I mean, you know, newer, especially like if you're not conditioned to look down at every window that you're jumping through. For quality window siding indoors. If, if, you, if you actually have, yeah, what is it? Four Not seasons. sponsored. Yeah, no. Yeah, but yeah I mean, Delco, like, sorry, go ahead. You know, if you if you're up against a decent frost, like, and you know, if they know how to like, because if you have one where it's like, you know, doesn't put a welcome mat under every window, just put them in like these weird, like random spots, like, you know, there's a good chance like you'll just stroll into a mat and it'll just fuck your shit up. If you're like trying, if you're in the middle of a gunfight, like popping in and out of a room, and you just like try to like. You know, go for a flank and next, you know, boom. Yeah, I mean, but but her her gadget is very passive. It's not an active gadget. You kind of set it down, and that's the end of your job. Mm -hmm. And I guess she has a good loadout. I I Uh, quite enjoy. It's too slow. It's too slow firing. That's the problem. I mean, so is the fucking Odin, but that thing bangs. Well, that's a totally different game entirely. <laughs> remember when her Super 90 was OP as fuck? Yes, I do remember. Oh, man, I miss that thing. Bring it back. Oh, the gods have now, fallen. The only time I want a frost is if there's frost mats on an objective with 30 seconds left. That's the Yeah, only time I, I want and that was my next point. Frost yeah. works phenomenally against anxious players. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's, that's not something that is going to be a constant every game. Yeah, for sure. So I'm thinking D. I think D's fair. Okay, cool. I guess we're agreeing. Uh, you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who, okay. We're, we're waiting for who's next. Yeah, y'all got really quiet. I was just wondering. All right, next up is Fuse. Shall, shall I say it? What does <laughs> what does Fuse start with? Uh, if you guys with F, he was so much fun at the beginning of when the game first came out, but then everybody figured it out, and then people accidentally were killing the hostage. And then uh, he has one of the best ARs in the game. That's for sure. The AK yeah, is AK. sick. The AK is sick. But I think most people have figured out his game. He could use a rework, I think. Uh, I think he'd be I uh, think he's prime for a rework. What would be a very simple but effective change is if you put a timer on the fuse charges. So they drop down, and then he had a button he could press. So he could wait X amount of time. Or just make his machine gun shoot the fuse charges. I don't know. <laughs> All right, F for Fuse. Yeah, F for Fuse. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Fuse. Uh, next up, Glass. Um, like a B tier. Yeah, I'd say B for sure. E- even with the nerf, man, I I feel like you get those smokes down, and you the just ca- that that cafe strat, bro. The mm-hmm. the cafe strat, and even just like a good push, I I always feel better with a Glass. Always, 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 because this dude can see past the bullshit. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I think mo- most people would have probably put him closer to like the D or F tier, like for the like, first half of the game. And now I feel like over the last like year or so, last two years or so, Glass has finally got the love that he deserves. Because yeah. you, know? you know what? Because it was one of those things where, again, his gadget is very passive. You still got to hit the shots. Mm-hmm. You still got to move cautiously. And then you only have two smokes. You got to use them sparingly. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I, and I, you know, legend has it that that thermal scope can even see John Cena. <laughs> Dude, yeah. true, true, true. So B for glass, I think that works. I think we're all in agreement there as well. Next yeah. up, uh, Goyo. 
Uh man, Goyo, Goyo, Goyo. Oh, I don't, the shield? I, yeah. Yeah, the shield, the, the Vulcan shield, yes. I think it's almost too early to tell with Goyo. Um, I like him. I He did not have the impact that I thought he would immediately have. Yeah, I, I feel like people were shitting a brick when, um, when Void Edge was coming around, but... I just don't know, man. I feel like Siege for at, at the moment, maybe if we revisit this topic when the Siege life cycle is over, but... Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I think Siege sounds like a fair spot. I, I feel like Goyo, we're still kind of learning how to play and adapt to mm-hmm. Goyo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, he has the vector, so that's always a positive, but I think C is a good spot for him now. Next up, one of my personal favorites, Gridlock. Gridlock, Gridlock, Gridlock. Uh, massive potential here. I, I want to say Solid A. Solid A. Yeah, I, I definitely. That's the one with the uh, where she throws down the spike, spike traps mats. and they just yep. pop up left and right. Yeah, that would be definitely an A. That yep. that thing can fuck your shit up. One of, one of the best operators when it comes to fighting off somebody retaking an objective. Yeah, like one of the absolute best. I even just canceling out an entire hallway. Yep. You got uh, like a minute left on the timer. Just drop it down. Now they either got to go around or shoot through it, and you're yeah. already waiting. Remain. Uh, you know, a good way to and remove a flank. The LMG sick man. The LMG bang. So yep, I agree. Uh, you said A? A tier. Yep, I agree. All right, I think we're going to have our second S tier uh, right here. Habana. Uh, what does Habana start with? H. H? Um, all right, listen, I'm going to be a little bit biased here, but I think any hard breacher is going to be like an A or an S tier easily. Yeah. <laughs> so <that> actually. <laughs> I, I would probably put Habana... An S tier, but I wouldn't be upset if she got A tier. No, she's been nice. nerfed a couple times, but just the distance on the breach is such a good thing to have. Yep, no other yeah. op in this game can break three hatches at the same time, or you know, break three hatches on our, on their own. No other op can do it. So Habana, I think is an S, and she's gonna stay there. Next up, uh, Gemini. I, I don't know much about her. I haven't got, even got a chance to play her yet. So she's the new one of the newest ops. Is that like the alibi chick? Right? Yeah, the Except the alibi. She can actually control it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we put as? We put. I mean, we put alibi as C, but uh, Gemini. I mean, I, I've seen some high IQ plays where people team kill their players trying to shoot the Gemini clone. Yeah. <laughs> I so, haven't personally gotten to experience her, so I, I, my input here is very limited. I think since we gave Alibi a C, we should give her a B because she's just a better Alibi at this point. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll develop with time because it is a distraction at the end of the day, which in Rainbow Six Siege is a big deal. Absolutely. Any, anything to kill time, you know, I think. Or even uh, momentarily take your gaze away from your mm-hmm. ADS. Absolutely. I, I think it's very. It's a very useful op, and I think B is a good spot for her. Next up, IQ. Uh, Like D tier? I, I, you know, yeah. I feel like as time went on, she should have went up the rung, but the Ogbar is okay at best. Mm-hmm. Um, the the elite skin's pretty cool. I'll give her that. But just uh, it, it takes a very special person to play IQ, knowing that you're doing the least work on the team. Yeah, yeah. and unfortunately, or, when me and Gabe play, our buddy who plays IQ is not the best. And, <laughs> and you know what? Like even aside from that, like realistically, you're if you're playing IQ, you should be playing on a five stack. And a lot of the times, that's not the case. It's hard to get a five stack nowadays. Yeah, and that I think once they when they took away her frags, I think that was like the nail in the coffin for her. Yeah, I think yeah. D, so D tier, D is D is the way to go. Next up, Jackal. Jackal. Oh man, talk about underappreciated. Um, like A tier up. 
it, this is like the definition of like anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, well, obviously, the most banned operator in the game is Jackal because a Jackal will ruin your life when it comes to being a roamer. But the beauty of it is that like the whole Jackal tracking thing, you don't even need to follow up as Jackal. You can have somebody else do your dirty work. You know what I mean? Or you can have nobody not do a goddamn thing at all. And now you have a roamer panicking upstairs. This is true. You know, like even without follow up, Jackal is still effective. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Plus the gun. Uh, yeah. Assault rifle is just fucking just rips as well. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Jaeger. Um, A tier. Yeah, A tier for sure. I was thinking even with the ass. with the ACOG gone, A tier. All right, we could do A. Uh, yeah, no, very little argument there. SRA totally acceptable. Cade. Cade. Oh man, can we can we put Cade in A tier? Which one's I don't Cade? Know, can we? Cade is the guy who with the electric claw. He's the one. He's the like the new. Uh, oh, the electric claw. Yeah, he's like the new bandit. Barbed wire. Electric claw and that pistol, phenomenal fucking combo. Oh yeah, that pistol. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that the uh, Han Solo yeah. pistol. Yeah, and then that fucking yeah with the scope. Oh yeah, I I definitely put him up there. Or the shotgun with the uh with the phone book silencer. Yeah, I I put him A or B. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean he can I, he can fucking electrocute two fucking uh, yep two two adjacent one, tiles yep. or whatever, and he can electrocute hatches. Yep, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Uh, yep, I I agree. A A is the way to go. Next one. Now, this one I have no experience with at all. Callie. Is that the this is the sniper. Picture? This is yeah. the sniper, yep. Um, well, she can open up. She can hard breach from a distance as well, if I'm not mistaken. She can't. Yeah, yes. but I mean, very I limited, though. As her once, and her hard breach, her hard breach like the hole that it made was pretty piss weak. I'm not going to lie. It's very I mean, so are Hibana's holes. She's more like an anti bandit, now, not so much like a hard breach. Yeah. Sure. So, um, uh, just, all right, B tier because a hard breacher is always welcome. But it's, she's not like a pure hard breacher, though. That's like the thing. I'm, I mean, fine. We'll be sniper, not even two. It, it's a two tap to the body. It's not even a one. Oh, maybe C tier then. Yeah, C. Yeah, I'd even C. say D. At this yeah, point, I, I could roll with D too. I think that works. D works for me. All right, next up is uh, one of the OGs, and this is our boy Capkin. Oh man, I love Capkin, and his loadout is fun as fuck. But realistically, he's like a D tier op. Yeah. He, at, at, all right, listen. See, at, see, at, at, see at best. I'll, I'll tell you this: I've gotten those, uh, those Capkin trap last minute kills where they're trying to plant, or this dude is making a last ditch effort to push on OBJ, and the thing pops and it kills him, and everybody goes crazy. That <laughs> there's not a better feeling than that. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Yeah, but it's the same mentality as Frost, where I agree. these things are He's not viable at the end of the round, towards the end of the round. Yeah, and, and then here's the thing: you could probably hide a Frost map better than you can hide a Capkin trap, because especially if you're leaning into doors, you're going to see that big old bitch anyway. Yeah, I, I feel like it's definitely a lot easier to miss a welcome map. I miss when Capkins were one to one hits. Yeah, that was that was that was something else. <laughs> Wild West. Yeah, that was back in the day. Absolutely. So yeah, D. I think D works. Next up, Legion. Legion S tier, yeah. Yep. His blue mines, <laughs> even up. with the nerf, S tier. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and that SMG rips too. Uh, it's SMG. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the SMG sick. I agree. Legion S tier, cargo pants. Legion, sh- yeah, uh, yeah. You beat me to it. I was gonna say Legion should just be S tier for the cargo pants. Soccer dad. Good yeah. stuff. Next up, Lion. 
Oh man, Lion is like a C tier. He's still kind of viable, um, even though he's been nerfed to fucking the dirt. But Dude, it, that, it's still, that, it's that original something. that original incarnation of Lion is the, the most disgusting thing. It I've is ever seen an operator that should never have happened. <laughs> Absolutely, it was something that should have stayed in an outbreak and not been entered into the actual game. <laughs> I'd argue both him and Finca, honestly, but yeah, both of them. I agree. That was something that was strictly built for Outbreak. They're like, oh, fuck, well, let's just throw them in the game and see what happens. And ever since, they were trying to fix their mistake. <laughs> uh, uh, even, here's, I'll say C, but, like, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's super gracious. A very well-placed lion, um, what is this thing called? The the drone. Yeah, uh, a, the, a lion drone. Stand it, or whatever. It EO. still forces you to stop moving. Well, it doesn't force you, but still, like most of the defenders are going to stop moving, mm-hmm. and that means the attackers can push up. Can progress. Unless you're yeah. a mute, because I think if you stand next to a mute, uh... it's still very limited range, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. what I mean? you're still going to be in the yeah. same vicinity. You're not going to sprint halfway across plane when a when a fucking drone goes off, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so yeah, I think C's fair. Next up, my boy, one of my favorite ops in the game, Maestro. Maestro is very easily an A tier because uh, his gadget is both passive and active. At a worst case scenario, you get what two or three extra cams. Uh, best case scenario, they are the most annoying cams on earth. <laughs> that LMG is disgusting and pure cool factor points. A A tier and the cigar. Don't forget the yeah, cigar. the cigar. Can't forget the fucking cigar. The olive skinned menace, dude. That is a thick ass boy. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, next up, Mav Maverick. Oh man, Maverick, Maverick, Maverick. Uh, like A tier. His Beowulf is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then the the peoples. Uh, it he's a hard breacher, but it's a very different type of hard breach. He puts in angles, and yeah, when you dude, when you're not paying attention, I've gotten just ridiculous. I've gotten like two, three kills from like one or two Mav holes where just the defenders were not paying attention. Yeah. So yeah, A tier for sure. A A is working for me. Yeah, huh? Next up is our next S tier operator, Mira. Yeah, e- S, pl- S-, S-, S plus, dude. Completely yeah. changed how this fucking game plays. Yeah, man. I mean, there's nobody who's had a bigger impact than Mira uh, on the meta. How she, how she operates, how she works. One of the that, best. Uh, weapons let's in the rephrase game. that. There's there's nobody that had a bigger impact that wasn't immediately nerfed or broken off the bat. Yeah. Because you know what? She's not changed much since her release. Absolutely. Yeah, she she stayed relatively the same. I don't think they even they might have maybe messed around with the vector a little bit, but not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. S plus, dude, if we could. Absolutely. Next up, Monty. Uh oh, Mr. Mountain Man, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh he has a hard counter now. And yeah. yeah. Um I mean the revolver's nice, I guess. <laughs> so we, we they don't that. really do much besides like a distraction if they plant themselves in the corner. But by then, you know, a, a decent C four and a like everybody just kind of rushing them and meleeing. Like, well, well, give them the benefit of the doubt. How many times have we been foiled by a good Monty? Probably more than we're willing to admit, right? Yeah, I mean, when he blocks the one of the doors to the objective, yeah. or even worse, he, they plant and it's in the corner and he just sits there for the end of the round. Yeah. Oh, I remember that being a strat. That was hilarious. So what we think? Uh, like B. I was thinking more C. C plus. I'm fine with C. Like C plus tier. Yeah, I think C works. C works for me. He's above Next average, up. but he's a bitch. Yeah, for sure. 
Next up, Mozzie. Oh. Ah, I feel like his thing's more of a gimmick at the end of the day, honestly. But he should get an A just due to that cool animation where he flicks the clip out of his fucking gun. This dude. <laughs> this guy. Um, I, I'm kind of inclined to say, like, CD tier, honestly. Yeah, I'm thinking C. I think C's fair. Just because the I, weapons are really good. Yeah, I was going to say C or B, cause, just mainly because of the weapons. I mean, yeah. the gadgets... It's All cool. right. I mean, at the end of yeah. the day, when in there in the beginning phase, mm-hmm. you know, uh, catching a couple drones is, and you know is, is decent. Plus, it has a good a good uh, a good radius if you just plant it on a wall. But yeah. you know, usually teammates they don't like you know the noobs. They don't really don't use them. Yeah. Understand the difference between a mozzie drone and, and an enemy drone, so they'll usually just shoot it, and it's just like, well, fuck. Yeah. See, because I think mozzie requires too much cooperation for the rest of the team. So. Yeah. That is. I get to give d- decent callouts though if he actually nabs a drone, just kind of like you know goes around. But other than that, yep, a good Mazda is hard to come by these days. Absolutely, it is. Next up, mute. Hello, mm. what are we thinking? Oh, you meant the operator. I thought you meant put yourselves on mute for a no. second there. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm, I'm playing uh, oh. like a tier. I think mute is very. He is like the quiet bandit. You know what I mean? Like, if Bandit goes out and does, like, cocaine, like, Mute sits at home and smokes opium. <laughs> That's worse. In my... Okay. <laughs> um, um, okay, think... MP5. Yeah. It's kind of ass. Oh, but it's fine on other ops? According to you? <laughs> well, this is the MP5K. It still bangs. <laughs> it's... Uh... I mean, I'm not a big fan of the MP7, so obviously I'm not going to be a fan of the MP5K, but the gadget itself yeah. will definitely put it up there towards me because it's going to mute at the beginning of a preparation phase that can, you know, definitely fuck up the whole droning. Man, up. fuck prep phase. You can bandit trick with a mute jammer, bro. You can router trick. Do. Um, a, a router trick will stop a thermite charge and a Hibana blast. Yeah. And then there's other and like, drones. things. Yeah, and then there's also it can counter some other operators like gadgets, like the like the lion scan, and I forgot the there's Kebby, one other thing. That'll Kebby call. Man, I, I'm leaning towards oh, yeah, the AS tier, bro. Yeah, S tier. Five K just throws it off for me. Maybe, maybe like I'll say A tier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like you could on a five man squad, you cannot go wrong with having a mute. Like nobody's gonna be upset with you if you play mute. Right. This is true. All right, I think it works. Next up, Nook. Nook. See, see, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I guess she's it's all right. I mean, she's but... uh, she's like a slightly better Cavi. Slightly but... better Vigil. Oh, about that. She don't. Well, she well that the, boss G be hitting though. The FMG's pretty good too. Isn't FMG nine? Yeah, the FMG's pretty good. Yeah, I like the FMG nine. Uh, I think we should put her at B. I think it's kind of the same as Cavi. I think B's fair. I right. do not care enough about this operator to argue that, so sure. <laughs> Next up, Nomad. Like C tier. It's fun. The the, the fucking the Avatar Aang blast <laughs> is ridiculous. Um, He's easily the most the, the funniest thing you can see on C. Just seeing yeah, a, a but, guy fly but also, the probably one of the most situational gadgets. Yeah, and it's not that hard to spot with that giant fucking yellow light. Yeah, especially yeah, especially when you see somebody fire it like towards you, you're like, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna stay the fuck away from there. 
<laughs> Always sending someone through a wall or a window is, is, is funny as hell. But quality windows, sliding in doors. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Uh, okay, so that's, C is fair. Speaking of sending people through walls, Oryx. <laughs> uh, I think just beats here off the bat. Um, he he's gonna fuck up both casual and competitive. Yeah, yeah. His charge he's... can knock people over. I mean, granted, it does have a his his weapon ready time after a charge is quite ass, but if you time it right, then. You know, if, why if does, you actually Oryx charge what was that? Why does Oryx, the biggest of the operators, simply not eat the others? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, also he's like the rotation god because he could jump through fucking hatches and stuff. Yeah, he's like that, if Cav was a man and had two Flintstone vitamin gummies. Yeah, so I, I'm going B. Maybe even A. We go B. We'll, I mean, B. I, yeah. I, maybe he'll develop into an A. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. It's too early to tell at this point. Yeah, but he that, that but he came out swinging. Guy. He did, yeah, absolutely, he did. Definitely some. Uh, I'm some sorry, is this girl. a ghost inside song? Will you stop? <laughs> we're almost <laughs> get, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. I promise. Uh, next up is Pulse. Uh... They gave what does Pulse begin with? Motherfucking. Because yeah, he's an F. He's horrible. Greg, are you gonna argue? Because that's your boy. It's not my boy. I don't play fucking cocaine addicted Caillou. What, what was your uh, what was your gamer handle before? It's currently still chilled pulse, but that doesn't have to do with anything with the pulse. Are you, are you sure? Yes. Mm, I don't know you about don't, all that because you used to play you, him a lot. You don't sound like a chill pulse to me, bro. God damn it! Uh, I mean, uh, I think he was good when vanilla was out, mm. and you know the ner- the 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 buff that he had to his like actual gadget. Um, was decent, uh, but now since all these other operators are coming out and all that stuff, I just left in the dust, man. Yeah, it's kind of left in the dust, and not only that, but I, I'm sure I, I believe the pulse, it's like the gadget itself had some sort of graphical issue, at least on PC, um, where it would come come out all funky and stuff like that. So that's what kind of mm-hmm. killed it for me. I'd probably say D tier. I was, I'm still sticking with F. <laughs> he's, he's, he's an F. I'm sorry. His weapons are horrible. It's it's bad. He's all right. It's bad. It's his like the worst fucking uh, you know damage per round in the game. It's like like twenty something or whatever. Ugh. Uh, F F it is. Uh, yeah. Anyways, next up, Rook. Um, Rook is plates. Yes. B. B. Yep. It took me a fucking minute to just. <laughs> To crank that fucking sentence out. Anything that gives you an advantage over the other guy, it's going to be at least C tier, high C tier. Loadout's yeah. not bad, and your job is done right off the bat. Absolutely. There's not, there's literally not an easier defender to learn. Absolutely. Just you learn teamwork, you, you fucking you put on your shirts, and then you go to a Sox game. Absolutely. What? Just go ahead and drop those plates. You're done. That's it. What, what tier did you put them in? Passing yeah. plates! Lord have mercy. B. B? Yeah, I yeah. can see. He, he's probably one of the easiest operators to learn. Uh, decent armor. MV5 with an ACOG is always a plus. And uh, the gadget's pretty simple. You just set it down in the beginning of the round, call it a day. And, yep. you, you know, I, I, I would, I mean, B's nice. I would just kind of inch it up a little bit to a B plus just because, you know, I feel bad when nobody takes the shirts. All right, fine. I'll put him at the top what? of the B tier. How about that? You know how many times you know I I played Rook for a good chunk of times, and you know how bad I felt when nobody would take. Dude, it's 
but like think about this literally the only way you can fuck up as rook is if you do not drop the plates <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, think, I, think I, about I, how I, easy I, of a job I, that is yeah that's the thing that's why he's such an easy operator to learn the only thing that some i've encountered people where they just don't drop their fucking plates you're mm. selling artesian tacos to people in river north dude it's it's it, you're, <laughs> you're done you're, you just take home your thousands and go home <laughs> all right all right fair enough next up sledge um you know i i feel like we're gonna want to place him low but he's not too bad and I feel like for an OG op, he still hasn't totally aged like crap, like Pulse did. I want to say high D tier. Ooh, I was thinking like low C? I, same thing, right? Uh, I, I'm no. not opposed to like low C. I think he's still viable. Yeah. I would say, I, I would say, because I would say C plus, maybe B minus, only because, mm. again, another easy to learn operator, you know, the, the sludge hammer. That, that is a good point. You know, uh, the Sledgehammer's always been pretty efficient with busting through, and not only does the L85 assault rifle bang, but the British shotgun is pretty decent, too. Um, and with Sledge, when you're busting through walls, it's always nice to have something close quartery. I mean, we got to consider, like, cool points, too. Like, you're busting... He's got a gas mask. A- and a Sledgehammer. And a Sledgehammer. Yeah. Like, he'd be the coolest person in a Mad Max movie. Absolutely. He would. And his elite skin's fucking pretty tight, too. You really want someone busting through your wall? Yeah, and that's true. Kill? He's got a good. All right, all right. B, B, yeah, B. B. You, he went you, from a D to a yeah. B real quick. You, you convinced ah, me. Yeah. Convinced. <laughs> Next up, smoke. Oh man, talk about an operator that should be higher, but is just fucking useless sometimes. Oh uh, wow. Fear, he's he's good at denial. Um, the mm-hmm. problem is 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 that you need very very small hallways. <laughs> I there was a time and place where smoke was probably the most viable defender for a team but that time has long passed unfortunately i'm gonna say like c he's not a bad option but he's definitely not the first five motherfuckers you should be thinking about yeah i'd say c too i mean the fmg9 is decent and the smokes are very situational i mean you can block off a hallway but you know the tick damage isn't like enough to you know for uh attackers to think like is it really worth it running through here and uh also, see, because of the fact he still hasn't fucking told us what's in the canisters. That's a good point, man. This dude is committing war crimes. That deserves a C at best. He, he got nerfs. <laughs> it's nerfs in the canisters. Nice. Next up, our lord and savior, the Chonka. S, 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 S. <laughs> S, at triple S. This dude, they have a fucking thing where it's a, like a marble cutout, and if you melee it, it's the Chonka all buffing shit. <laughs> It's in the fucking game in one of the maps. And not only that, but he's getting a pretty tight rework, so. In his current state, what is he? That's... Come on, dude. The the obvious <laughs> the answer is so obvious it pains me to say it. S. Dude, it's an F tier. He is, yeah, he is god awful. <laughs> I'm hoping we can bring him back to like a B plus. Oh, that would be nice. With the I rework. Like, I would like to see him get it reworked. That'd be good. That'd be good. He's an F. Sorry. But coolness Sorry. points. Yeah, 100%. Like, the, the, just the meme. Yeah, The, the fact me- that he's just the biggest meme. The fact that Ubisoft is on board with the meme instantly brings him to an A tier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even they realize how fucking dog shit this operator is. <laughs> the ass game of flaming grenade launcher. Yeah, it's pretty wild. They gave him a unicycle. Holy shit. Yeah, next. <laughs> yeah, next... three speed. Next up, Thatcher. 
Oh, S tier, easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about shut down literally half the defenders with one little baseball. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean Thatcher because you know me and Gabe got the wombo combo always. So. Speaking of wombo combo, yeah, S tier again. Thermite. Yep. Yeah, S tier. The OG hard breacher, one really big full coming right up. You're full? Talking about <laughs> talking about if you people... go ahead. I was going to say, if you breach well enough, you could pull a hole in the other dude's TV from all the fucking anger you put him through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Gabe's going to also say S tier because he has the whole the thermite getup. Yeah, this is true. This is classic. That's classic. that's how that's how hard I play fucking thermite. I have the goggles and the helmet in my fucking room. <laughs> the only thing I'm missing is a thermite tattoo. Next. Or a charge. My charge, yeah. Well, I think yourself. I'm pretty sure the FBI, oh, FBI will be banging down your door if you've got a thermite <laughs> charge. <laughs> Like, oh shit! It's some dude that looked like Pulse. <laughs> like, well, don't move, and he can't sense you. It's just, Sorry, bro, just walk through the back of the house, motherfucker. He won't see you. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Twitch. Ah oh, man, Twitch, like D tier. Oh, you know what? She has the Famas though, so like C tier. Yeah, I was gonna say C. Her drones can get quite annoying, but I mean, they've been nerfed. They, 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 they only limit her to one. That's, that was two. Two. Yeah. yeah I thought it was I, two. I, before she used to have a shitload. Yeah, like twenty. And, and when they had unlimited charges, and you could just down the defending yeah. team. Yeah. That, <laughs> now that Twitch was S tier. Yeah. That, yeah. But yeah, since now it's just an annoyance factor. But the Famas still fucking rips too. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd say C. Yep, yep, yep. Next up, Valkyrie. Like C. Uh, you can't go wrong with more surveillance. Yeah, I'd say low C, maybe high D. I mean, Ooh. most Valkyries that I run into are pretty ass when it comes to camera uh, or placement and whatnot. And in my opinion, the Spaz and the MPX is not the greatest like mm-hmm. guns to roll with, mm-hmm. and, and even the Deagle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably say low C, high high D. If you have a decent Valk, mm-hmm. um, that's where the low C comes in. But most most people, did, they, you know, the camera placement is very situational. And it's very obvious to see. It's like you could still yeah. have good placement, but mm. at the end of the day, it has a big old blue beam on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, that's like a good camera spot. And you whip it up there and then you actually like go in. It's like, this is a horrible camera spot. But then you can't. Do you remember that one time we were playing on a, was it theme park? And the dude put both his Valk cams and they looked like the lion's eyes. Yeah, they put it on the lion's eyes. <laughs> God, that was S tier placement. Absolutely. But yeah, I think that's fair. I think C- it's C- Scooby Doo shit. He's a good cipher. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. Next up, Vigil. We're running up. Running oh, man. Ostgy puts him at D tier by default. It takes him out of F tier. You think oh. he's an F? You think he's an F? No, I don't think he's that bad. Oh, I, um, say. I, I think here's what I Here's what I do think. I think that his speed and his loadout are way better than his gadget at the end of the day. Um, I, I, I really do think that gadget is underpowered and it's just grossly fucking situational he's fun but he's not fun because of his gadget yeah okay and it's it's very easy i mean the thing is is that obviously he's not supposed to show up on drone cams but you kind of already know the operator like that someone's playing when your screen looks like a summer day yeah yeah the stupid static it's like oh yeah we're gonna hide him 
but we're still going to give them a fucking cue. It's like, well, what the hell's the point? <laughs> like, you're trying to hide, like, they, they don't know yeah. that you're there. Correct. They're gonna... The cops know you have drugs in your ass. Why are you lying about having drugs in your ass? <laughs> yeah. I Like I said, people don't play Vigil for the gadget. The gadget is really kind of awful at the end of the day. Yeah, and when you look at it like that, what is what separates these operators from one another at the end of the day? The gadgets, it is a character shooter. I think that, he yeah, he's a shitload of fun to play with. I love playing as Vigil, but... Like I said, it's for the speed and it's for the boss G. And at the end of the day, like D. Yeah. All right, D. D it is. I agree. Next up, Wamai. What does he do? He's the the the, the oh the disc. Yeah, the disc guy, the Jaeger. Isn't it, is, that, is that like a EMP thing? It's a Jaeger thing. So it's like it shoots down. Oh, right, 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 where it catches the grenades mm-hmm. and resets the thing. Uh, I don't have enough experience for him i'd probably say c tier yeah because I, th- I, I honestly haven't played him yet so i'm c i think just by default f tier because ubisoft did a really poor job of letting me know there was an operator by this name <laughs> c it is game yeah see it is yeah next up warden we want to talk about the king of situational ah yeah <laughs> it's it's good but come on ned flanders go back to your own universe uh, like D, D, C, D tier. I feel like that's very fair for for an operator. This because Ying, Blitz, flashbangs, yeah. and at the at anything outside of that, you just flandering it up. Well, yeah. it sees through smokes too, but yeah, but like a glass can see through smoke, and you know, with Ward, like weapon. glass can see through smoke while moving. Ward, yeah. gets if there was there a smoke grenade. If there's a smoke grenade going off in your neighborhood right now, who would you want to be by your side? An angry Russian man or some Ned Flanders looking motherfucker? All right, fine. So where are we putting them? And he got ass guns too. So yeah, he probably does have bad guns. Ah, eh, fuck it. Put him in F. We don't have enough in F. He can go. <laughs> he said, salt the wound, baby. Hey, Gabe, what does Flanders begin with? <laughs> Next up, Ying. <laughs> D. Um... Uh, maybe, maybe like D plus. Uh, I'd say C. I mean, yeah. those those candelas, <laughs> they can get really annoying. Um, and they got buffed. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, we, they we did. Got, we we, got we totally forgot to. And that LMG. Yeah, I think C's too. like fair. Uh, so C, C, we're all green on C. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And our very last operator took way longer than I thought it would. I, I don't know why we had like seventy of these motherfuckers. Uh, Zofia. It, it, it's hard, she's man. Po- she's Polish, so she gets an A. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't put Ella at A tier. That's true. That's true. I mean, we're being honest here. We're being upfront. Zofia's fun. Um, her gadgets really kind of. I feel like on paper, you're like, damn, this is, this shit really fucking good. She got two soft breach rounds and the three stun rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the gun itself is really okay at best. Yeah, I, I feel like Zof. Zof is the the middle lane operator to pick if you're still kind of pussyfooting around having a main mm-hmm. or if somebody took your main and you have like one other op you're good with mm-hmm. c um just for the versatility um aspect i guess and this is yeah. coming from a dude who used to main zof yeah i'd say c i mean it's kind of like an aldi brand ash the end of the day yeah. and then the stun rounds are decent the ak-103 is all right and 
the whole withstand thing, I mean, usually we get gunned down oh, by that time. I totally but... forgot that they have that. <laughs> yeah, the withstand. Yeah, I totally uh, but, forgot about you that. You know, it's usually it, it's, it's down real... by that time. Yeah. And when you actually do get up, you only got like 10 or like one health or some shit. So Something if low. someone yeah. farts on you, you're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, God. I've... The, the only times you're ever going to use that withstand shit is if you like accidentally drop your repel halfway up a building and none of your teammates want to get you because you're a dumbass. Yeah. I mean, on the plus side, you get extra XP for killing Ella. Sisterly, sisterly rivalry. That's cute. Anyway. Yeah, I think C tier is fair. C is fine. Alrighty, well, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and post this up after the show in case you guys didn't want to hear the whole conversation, which <laughs> it was longer than I thought. That's fine, though. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is not going to be a short episode. Unreal 5 engine has been revealed. What do we yep. think? Uh, I think it's absolutely stunningly beautiful and almost almost a good to believe. It's crazy because every time an Unreal Engine drops, it's like the the standard is now higher, or like the like the like gaming as a whole, like the the bar just jumps. It's Absolutely. crazy. I love it. Like, I remember when Unreal Engine four dropped. And how long ago was this? A long time ago. At this point, it's a good chunk ago. Yeah. So, so you guys saw it, and it's just like the most beautiful thing ever, right? Unreal Engine four was showcased in 1998. Oof. It's stable release. Oh, I'm sorry. The most stable release was 13 days ago, of course. But, <laughs> but still, though. Yeah, I'm happy. My GPU, on the other hand, is, uh, <laughs> is kind of crying right now. That motherfucker's hey, sweating. Put some deodorant on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck thermal paste. Yeah, <laughs> right. Need deodorant. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting, and almost unbelievable. Some of the things that they claim, but um, hey, if they can do it, uh, they may have pulled off uh, one of the most beautiful engines I've ever created. So good for them. Next up, Ghost of Tsushima gameplay. Have you guys seen this? I have not. I saw E3, um, and that's about it. That's as far as I've actually kept up with the game. Oh, okay. So they actually dropped some gameplay on this now, and Ghost of Tsushima is coming out in July, so a couple months away. Uh, this is like the second biggest, um, you know, exclusive release coming on the on the the PlayStation, and um, it looks beautiful. Man, it's basically you could choose to either be a samurai or a ninja and play the game. That kind of way, and uh, basically it's Grand Theft Auto, but with ninjas and samurai. So cool beans, feudal yeah. Japan. Yep, feudal Japan. It's very, it looks very, very cool. Yeah, and, the, uh, the the one with the gameplay. I think it was a year ago at A3. Not not this one, like a year ago. He was riding the horse through the fucking uh the field. Passing place. Oh my god, Gabe! Can you please not? I'm yeah, I got that you. Remind me to cut that out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's still dumb. I hate you. Um, so, so, yeah, it looks real good. Next up, Evo Online. So, uh, you and I discussed this before, I think, Gabe, how uh, obviously this whole Rona thing has, uh, you know, stopped the world from existing. And basically, uh, Evolution was canceled. All right. Evolution, biggest fighting gaming um, tournament on the planet. Basically, the world champions from all fighting games. Basically, they're going to be doing Evo Online. Uh, obviously not going to be able to do it at the scale as they have previously done where they have all these, all these players in the same room, but they're going to be doing it online. Hilarious, hilariously with that being said, they obviously need games that play well online. And what is the best, uh, <laughs> fighting game online right now? Probably Mortal Kombat 11, which wasn't originally included in the lineup for Evo this year is now included because <laughs> they kind of have to. And, uh, yeah. Any opinions? Uh, why does it feel like Sonic Fox has like Taco Bell Wi-Fi? I don't know. You know, he actually cracks me up because uh, I mean I haven't watched him in a while, but he like streams with like his PlayStation. Like he doesn't even have like a setup. 
I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Um, I It kind of sucks because it takes away from the spectacle, like to see the reactions and to see these dudes like laser focused on the gaming and, mm-hmm. and the, the commentators, the announcers, the MCs, the those guys are phenomenal, right? Um, yeah. I, I get it. it. It's still a little bit upsetting. Yeah, for sure. But, but, at, but at the end of the day, uh, Ed Boon makes a comeback. Yeah, absolutely, right. And, and then the other the other option being, well, we just don't have it at all, right? So I think something's better than nothing in this regard. Copy that. Well, speaking about Ed Boon, we got some more Fujin gameplay. And my, oh my, does he look tasty? Does Probably the look... most interesting character on yeah. the roster. He looks fucking sick. <laughs> if you want to talk about uh, DLC characters that should have been in MKX, this is the guy. Because I look at that play style and he looks mm-hmm. like he would fit right in, honestly. Yeah. So I have to agree with you on that. He might even be the wrong game because, you know, I, he looks very flashy, and that flashy kind of look lends itself very well to X, and not so much Eleven. Uh, but he has some very, very cool looking stuff, some Airbender shit, you know. And um, it's all good stuff. Fujin looks fantastic. I love his design. Um, overall, fucking sick, dude. Overdue for this character, honest to god. Absolutely. Next. Uh, so Respawn has a new studio in Vancouver. Uh, they are dealing specifically and only with Apex Legends. Really? Yeah, so they have a whole studio dedicated to Apex. Good for them. How do we feel about this? That's good, because, um... Uh, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I liked Apex. I'm... I mean, I don't hate it. I'm not a big fan of the Battle Royale genre. I think that if they have a whole new Vancouver office focusing on Apex, this would make... The pay, well, obviously paved the way for like Jedi Fallen Order, but I also heard that I believe Respawn is working on another FPS. Not, not Titanfall, though, right? Yeah, it's not Titanfall, unfortunately. I fucking love Titanfall, and I really wish they focused on three. But, um, yeah, I mean, we don't know what 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 they're working on, but they are working on another FPS, and I'm excited to see because you know Respawn is man, they blew me away with fucking Titanfall and Jedi Fallen Order. As, as even though I haven't beaten Fallen Order yet, but we're gonna get there. But uh, Titanfall, just in general, like fucking sold me on a, on Respawn. I I loved like Titanfall. Very very cool. Yeah, man, I, I think it's cool. Uh, Respawn is like the only subsidiary of EA that I could even stand. So good for them. <laughs> you know, good for them. Good Next copy. up, let's let's move it along. Music news and reviews. Uh, we got some stuff to get through. So Kevin Lineman has spoken about, um, hinted at. Um, God, I hope this is real. Jake, take it away. He has spoken on a Warp Tour replacement. Somebody tweeted at him saying, "Man, I really wish we had Warp Tour." And he said something along the lines of, "Well, it, we might be working on something, but of a different name." All right, um, which I think is incredibly intriguing because uh, there was the rumor that for a little bit that the the dude from Attila was going to take over, and basically Kevin was like, uh, "No, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you can't do it." But apparently, the man's getting bored. You know, uh, retirement doesn't suit him very well. The type of guy he is, the type of worker he is, um, you know, just the fact that he was grinding it out for 25 years, even before that, even before the Warped Tour. Oh, uh, just kind of full stop. Yeah, something something tells me that that probably did not sit well with him, all that free time that he had. Uh, he's a worker. You know, he's a worker guy. He's a, you know one of the hardest working men in the industry. Um, would not surprise me if he comes back with something new next year. And even if he was only on the, I guess, the sidelines kind of coaching. 
Um, I because I feel like that's what we kind of need to focus on because Lineman's not going to be around forever. You know what I mean? Or there's going to be a point where he has like issues, medical, mental, whatever that may be. At the end of the day, where somebody his um, his junior is going to need to, you know, get behind those reins and kind of do it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm glad that he's thinking about maybe bringing back something uh, or something similar to the web tour um, because it's important. And I think without it, I feel like I'm losing track of all the new bands and stuff. I don't know if you, you, you share that game, but I certainly do. And um, hopefully it works out. Good copy. Next. This ain't me yeah. for sure. So uh, <laughs> next up is the newest Young Lean album that dropped, I want to say, f- 10 days ago. Yeah, the 15th. Um, Stars. Uh, Gabe, did you get a chance to listen to it? I did not, no. Okay, then I'll take it away. Um, so this is Stars is the newest Young Lean album. The has it's been like a two year hiatus. Uh, last one being Poison Ivy, and overall this album I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like that it's because Lean's previous albums have been sort of like throughout each song it's been kind of inconsistent with the sound, but with Stars I feel like uh, Lean's actually trying starting to find his like kind of like footing somewhat um obviously like the whole like it's pretty consistent throughout but you know starting off with my agenda you're gonna have like it starts off with this like techno industrial type of sound then pretty much a good chunk of the middle half is like very melodic kind of typical like young lean that we've heard before and then obviously uh the album ends with sunset and sunrise and put me in a spell which were very kind of like melancholy tracks that kind of wrap the whole project up together. Um, some of the songs like Yayo, um, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, has it's a good chunk of nods to uh, Lana Del Rey with uh, yeah. She has, also has a song um, called, uh, named Yayo, as well as lyrics like "I've been to the Blue Velvet all the way up," which is like a nod to her uh, to her song "Blue Velvet" off the her Paradise EP. Um, at least that's what I can take it off from. And then, I mean, after Yeo, the saw, the whole album kind of like it's 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 halvesies with me, up until Acid at Seven Eleven, which is fucking like a, a, it's a decent track I like it. And this, I guess, this whole this uh, this song kind of goes off of his experience because I guess he actually did take Acid at Seven Eleven. I think he saw someone die. Um, I believe it was in one of his interviews that he did uh, a little while back. Um, then obviously Star from Stars Hellraiser. Um, Banging tracks, Dog Boy, Ice Heart, Pikachu. Pikachu is my all-time favorite. Uh, when he was dropping the singles, um, I was fucking waiting for Pikachu, and it finally dropped. I think I had that thing for repeat for a whole week. And then Low, uh, that's where the kind of album kind of ends off for me. Uh, Sunset, Sunrise put me in a spell. Like I said, they're very melancholy. I like the way the track ends, but they're they're not. I I like that they're at the end of the album because it kind of like dulls down the whole experience and kind of like starts kind of putting you you know, in this whole melancholy state. I wouldn't really listen to them individually, but, I, you know, it's a nice ending to the album. So, I mean, how do you guys rate albums here? It's like A through F? Yes, yes sir. Okay, I, I would definitely put this at like a B. I definitely like Stars. Um, my favorite lean was probably with like Smirnoff Ice and Warlords, but Stars is a pretty solid album from him, by the way, like as well. Good copy on that, sir. Yeah. Uh, I believe the next one is yours as well. This is a retro review. How old is this album? Oh, 
man, five years old. Um, I just wanted to put it out here. Uh, this album is called, well, it's an EP. It's called Space Cadet by Nigel Good. Um, definitely my top three albums uh, or EPs, I guess, in this case, of all time within the various, like the like a uh, a uh, 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 various genre aspect. Space Cadet, in my opinion, is one of the like I, I fucking love it. Like the it's it's techno like EDM, um, but it's very moody and melodic. I when if you do listen to this EP, I recommend listening it from beginning, like like from start to end, because the whole journey is basically it's it's space themed, you know, hence the name Space Cadet. This song spells out like the whole like journey for you, starting off like you when you're listening to the first half of the album, you totally feel like you're getting ready to go on a rocket ship and just like start cruising through the stars, which then obviously towards the middle portion, like you're kind of like getting towards your like destination. You're not there yet to like whatever planet you're going to, you know, you're just kind of floating through space. And then towards the end of that, like the, the EP, like it just feels like you're on another fucking planet, just like looking at like fucking colors, pretty colors. Um, just this glorious fauna, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, you can actually visualize it. Um, and then it's, it's very like, it's not, it doesn't have really like the chain smoker-esque vibe, like current EDM songs have, like, you know, the new, like the hottest hits that kind of come out. It definitely has its own sound. Um, very kind of like chill, relax. Uh, there's some jazz that gets put in there. Um, robotic vocals on songs such as Space Plus One. And then you also have, I believe, um, an adventure, I believe, or stellar that like, uh, one of the, one of those songs it's been, I, I listened to the CP again. Um, but you know, you have like the typical, like male vocals, like going along, uh, singing about just like kind of drifting and driving, uh, you know, down long way road, but space cadet, definitely a solid a EP in my opinion. Um, Nigel, and especially since Nigel good, like his primary job is being a school teacher. And if he can like, you know, like bang this out while still doing that um i think that's highly impressive unfortunately he hasn't come out with anything since space cadet i believe as as far as ep and album wise but in 2019 he did tweet that he was working on something so definitely going to keep an eye out on that and i want to see more from this guy because he's definitely one of my favorite artists especially since uh you know a he's from monster cat and that's where i first heard of him was one of the monster cat uh like, uh, they have this, like, little pod, like, it's not a podcast, it's like, uh, they just, like, it, like new announcements and whatnot, and the first song, when they played a song off this, I was, like, instantly hooked. Cool Beans, very Cool Beans, what do you rate it? An A, you said? A, yeah, definitely A. Awesome, and we got one more by you, Chief. You did three fucking reviews. Yeah, did, did you, did you get a chance to listen to this? Not in its fullness, no, I'm, I'm bad with music recently. <laughs> All right, good. Um, so Lola Lotus also dropped All My Little Scars Volume 1, which is a three-part series. Um, he's going to be having songs with uh, Cold Heart and, I believe, Yawns, as well as NetArb, um, as far as I know. But this is the first iteration of All My Little Scars. Uh, two of the songs, I Don't Even Like You and Never Felt Better, are singles that have been re-enterprised into this EP. Um, both definitely bangers. Um and then you have Rigor Mortis and Last One, which uh, kind of tie the whole EP together. Um, I like what Little but Lotus has been putting out recently. Uh, he's definitely grew as an artist, and his EP show doesn't show anything different. Uh, where you know you just see him continually growing, 
uh, kind of making his own sound. Uh, he's kind of going from the whole whiny aspect somewhat from songs like, yeah, I want to say, well, I guess, yeah, because he is starting his own band. Um, so he's definitely going to be, he has the vocals for that. But songs like Run Home, like back in the day, like they're very kind of like screechy, I guess, whiny. But like the the new stuff that he's been putting on out is phenomenal. And uh, definitely looking forward to uh, his new stuff coming out under Little Lotus, as well as his new band, If I Die First. Good copy. Shout out to Epitaph Records for kind of giving him room to breathe and uh, release what he wa- what he re- wants to release. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, now we got some single reviews, formerly known as Bangers of the Week, but we just mm-hmm. changed it to singles because, I don't know, I think one of us deleted it, and then we just were like, oh yeah, we did that. Yeah. Uh, so Dead Ships uh, dropped a new single called Dear Lover. Jake, did you listen to this? I did. What do you think? Actually, uh, who, I'm sorry, because I remember I, I was listening to it, and I made a comparison to somebody, and it was like spot on, but at the top of my head right now, I cannot remember. Oh, but this dude. It does not quite sound like previous Dead Ships material to me it is produced very fucking well and it is probably the heaviest they've been in like their career i love it i think it's great they came out swinging with this first single and i you know i'm always excited for like the local scene and stuff but now this is one of my anticipated albums of the year by dead ships a local band uh get out there and support them man these guys deserve to be way bigger and we always kind of hype them up on this podcast but uh we'll have the full album review when that comes out that was good uh volumes dropped a single called pixelate uh properly fun uh wise man's fear this is a band i discovered many many moons ago dropped a song called what went wrong uh part of the fun with wise man's fear is saying that five times really fast but they do a really good job at sorry (laughs) they do a really fun job at um kind of balancing the uh these really pretty melodic uh singing tones with like the dirty grimy screeching uh so what went wrong check that out and then we had a new ghost inside single pressure point I will not let pain define me. Um, powerful fucking words out of this band. Super excited for that. And dropped fear for me now. Sick, dude. I I do not like this band because I am running out of adjectives to describe how heavy their fucking music is. <laughs> and then the misery signals drop Tempest. Dude, by, if you have not heard of this band, stop what the fuck you're doing right pause this podcast go listen right, to the tempest and then come back no, i'm kidding <laughs> he said doing it now motherfucker sure. we recording sure just leave yeah yeah don't like, well, wipe, wipe your feet on the way out absolutely absolutely no but seriously do yourself a favor because all the bands on this week's single singles dropped quality singles. stuff and i guess this is singles from two weeks ago but singles. check that shit out all righty so yeah, man, that was uh, episode 157. One five seven. The second city kids podcast. We'll be back next week or whenever for episode 158. One five eight. And until then, folks. Pressing uh, plates. Oh my god. Uh, until <laughs> LMG then, mounted out. loaded. Oh, okay, goodbye, guys. See you, deuces. <laughs>